Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Joe Lobbock, pastor of Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. Always a pleasure to be here. Well, it's no secret you're my favorite priest, and I'm, I'm glad that you're here to do this. Thanks. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, and uh, this week we're talking about the Creed. And every Sunday uh, in the Creed we say, I believe in life everlasting. Uh, we take those words for granted sometimes, but what does life everlasting mean? Well, life everlasting is the promise that God has made to all of us that we will live forever as long as we are faithful to him. As long as we live our life in a certain way, in a way that expresses that faith that we have in God. It's not like, you know, we have to be very clear about we don't, our good deeds don't earn us heaven. We go to heaven only because of one thing, and that is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for that, I don't care how good you are, you're not getting into heaven. But only because Jesus Christ suffered, died, and rose from the dead can we go to heaven. It is our belief in that, our faith in that, that hopefully helps us to do the good things that we do, the good things that express our faith. I believe that God is love, that God loves me, and so I live my life in a certain way, by doing good works. So it, our good works are an expression of our faith. As St. James tells us, faith without works is dead. You have to have the works and the faith together. And Martin Luther said that all you needed was faith. It didn't matter about the works. You just have faith. You'll, you'll be okay. But the, the, the word of God, the scriptures tell us, it's both together. Yeah, we can't have one without the other and have that relationship with Jesus Christ. So on one hand, eternal life is a free gift of, of Jesus. Absolutely. Free. But on the other hand, in order to receive that gift, we have to do something. We have to be able to say yes to that free gift. You have to say yes, yeah. It's like anybody can give you a gift. I can give you a million dollars. I'll take if, it. If you, don't, if you don't take it and use it, what good does it do you? You're right. I'm not going to take it. Somebody could give you a million dollars, and if you put it under your bed or in your mattress, it's not going to do you any good. You can't do any good with it. But if you take it and use it, you could do a world of good for a lot of people. That's so. a good point. So it's a gift that we have to be able to receive, and then we have to cooperate with that grace, and we have to utilize that gift of of, of grace right. in our lives as if we really do have faith, as if we really do believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord of our life and the Redeemer of the world. He is the King of the universe, and he, sh he is the King of our life. But the, we have to challenge ourselves and always ask ourselves, is that the way I live my life? Or I just do I, you know, pay Jesus a certain amount of lip service 
and say the things I need to say or I think I need to say, but then I'm living a life that doesn't reflect him, that doesn't show his love to the people around us. Well, it's like you said earlier, this world and the media in general and Satan's control of this world and the media has taught us that we should keep church in church yeah. and, and, and at home and not in the workplace or when we're out socializing or whatever. But the truth is, as you said, if we really are in love with Jesus, if he really is Lord of our lives, we're going to speak and think and talk in a way that reflects that. Yeah. And people are very open to uh, uh, people doing good works. People love, you know, Mother Teresa was uh, had a huge, you know, following of people that just because she gave her whole life to the poorest of the poor. But again, and Mother Teresa was not shy about what Jesus taught and telling other people about it. But we get this. We want we want the good works, but we don't want to hear what's behind them. And it almost comes off like we're behind them. I'm doing this out of the generosity of my heart. I'm giving this money to charity. I'm helping to feed the poor, whatever it is. But it has to be rooted in Christ. It's That's where it all comes from. If it doesn't come from him, it's not going to do us any good. It's not doing anybody any good. It's just a nice... There's a big difference between charity, the love of God, and philanthropy. Is just, you know, doing good things. You know, Father, you give a lot of sermons, and I actually listen to them on Sunday. I didn't know. But one of the things that you taught me that uh, I hadn't thought about, but you put it in a certain way that really struck me, and that is you taught, taught me at one of your sermons that everything we have is a gift from God. Everything. Everything. Including the ability to say yes to his free gift of eternal life. In, in other words, the ability to say yes to God and that I'm going to give my life to you completely and totally, that in itself is a gift from God. Yeah. But just like you said, if you have the money, if you have the job, if you have the means to help the poor and to do a lot of things, uh, worldly things, we have to give the credit to Christ because without the grace of God and without Jesus, we have yeah. nothing and we are nothing. We are nothing. Yes, absolutely. It all goes back to him. Everything is a gift from God. Perfect. I, li- I like like the way you say that. The next question uh, from the UCAT, uh, 157. Will there be a judgment after we die? Yes, there is. What we believe a particular judgment. At the moment of death, we are judged. Again, Jesus Christ is, is the judge of the living and the dead. And it's not so much that he's going to have to point out to us what we did wrong. We're going to be totally aware of it. We're going to be completely aware of everything that we ever did. And those things will truly be our judge as to whether, as to where we end up. If we have lived a life of, of grace, not that we were perfect or never did anything wrong, but as long as we kept, uh, uh, allowed God to be in our life and kept turning to him, then we have a life of grace and we'll be okay. We may have to, like I said, as we talked about before, uh, purgatory, you know, is a place in which we, or a condition, whatever you want to call it, in which we grow in our knowledge of God's love. In, 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 in light of that, we 
We judge ourselves in many ways. A, 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 a soul in purgatory is aware of their flaws and their sins and what they did wrong. They don't want to go to heaven yet because they know they're not ready. They know they are not ready to be in the presence of God. And so they know they need to stay there and continue to realize, come to the full realization of all that they did or didn't do. You know, a lot of people have trouble with the concept of purgatory, but St. John in the book of Revelation uh, says that nothing unclean shall enter heaven. And I think if everybody's honest with themselves, when we die, no matter how much we strive to follow Christ, all of us fall short of the glory of God. We're all sinners in need of God's grace. We're all less than perfect. So when we die, even if we're in a state of friendship with God and we've lived our lives to the best of our ability, we're still going to have some things that need purged or cleansed. Right. And we're still unclean, so to speak. So we need to be cleansed by that uh, by that state of being or by that place called purgatory. Absolutely. Where none of us is perfect. And even though, you know, we don't, so many people today like to, right off the bat, as soon as somebody dies, they're in heaven. Well, that's probably not true. I don't think, I, I, I don't believe that, that too many people go straight to heaven. I don't think there's a lot. Some people, I'm sure, do. But we don't like to think of somebody like your grandma. You don't like to think that she sinned. And so she was just a nice, you know, this nice, wonderful grandma who loved her family. So, of course, she went straight to heaven. But like you said, we all have our sinful, our sinfulness in us. And she knew that better than anybody did. That She knows that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's it's just so important to rely on the mercy of God. I, I once told somebody, if there's only one word that I can say before I die, it's mercy. That's all. If I get one word, I want to say mercy. And that's, of course, addressed to God. Well said, Father. So what is hell? If God is love, how can there be a hell? Well, because it goes back to the same idea that God doesn't send anybody to hell. It's hell is a is a is a place of uh, that you we we know that God loves us. Even in hell, people know that God loves them, but they're never going to know and be present in that love. It's like knowing you could have something, but you never ever will. That's the suffering of hell. Because we're totally separated from God. God God still loves the souls in hell. Mm-hmm. But we have no part. It, we don't share in that. So we're, we've cut ourselves off from the love of God. And that is what hell is. That's like the story in the scriptures of the rich man who had the beggar at his door that he yeah. ignored. Yeah. And when he died, it doesn't say he's in hell, but there's that great chasm between him and brother abraham who had the beggar in his arms yeah and you know he says you know dip your finger in the water so i can you know my tongue is this unquenching fire and they can't do it because of the chasm he says well at least send somebody back for my brother so that they know how horrible this place is and then uh, abraham says well even if someone rises from the dead they won't believe that if they don't believe moses they're not going to believe that yeah they don't believe in the word of God and the prophets and all that the word of God tells us. 
somebody is because Jesus did rise from the dead. And by that sort of logic, everybody should be believers. But they're not. Even though they celebrate Easter and the resurrection, they still don't really believe. It's like they know about it, but they don't really believe it. Believe it. Knowing about it is totally different from experiencing Experiencing, the love of God and knowing God. So So let's finish up today's show, Father, with a few final thoughts on heaven. What is heaven? Heaven is the perfect union with God and awareness. It is, people think, you know, it's going to be all of us standing around worshiping God. But it is a moment of the fullness of God's love. And that's all we're going to know it as, I, I believe, because there's no time. You're not going to be there, you know, worshiping God for 24 hours a day, you know, seven days a week. There is none of that. It is all going to be as one continuous, unending moment. So it's not, they're not going to get bored. You're not going to get tired. None of that. It's a moment of that lasts forever. That lasts forever. Well said, Father. I can't wait. I I, I hope, I'm not going to assume that I'm going to get to heaven, but I'm certainly going to try and follow Christ as closely as I can. You've been listening to Father Joe Lobbock as we talk about the catechism and the teachings of the Catholic Church. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry, your host, reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.